TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm going to warn you in advance. You're going to hear this the next three editions of this show, of the 41 Acres. You're going you're gonna to hear this, and I make no apologies for it because it's very true. This week is the biggest week of the Steve Sarkeesian era. Going to Oklahoma State, the biggest week of the Sark era. You're going to hear me say that two weeks after that about Kansas State, going to Kansas State, and then you're going to hear me say it the very next week after that when they go to TCU. This is a massive opportunity for Steve Sarkeesian. All made possible with what happened against Iowa State, based on that. But that's where we're at right now. Now, is is the program going to crumble if they lose one of these games? No. But with how tough the Big 12 is, with the opportunity the Texas Texas Longhorns have to win this conference, these are going to be the biggest weeks of the Steve Sarkeesian era. My confidence level... One to ten, I'm probably about a seven five. I'm a seven five right now when it comes to the possibility of the, them winning all three of these games. I know it's cliche, you got to win one week at a time, but but in this situation, you really do. And I think that this team is going to be more talented each time. They step on the field the next few weeks. And I think this team has shown at their best uh, they can beat any of these three teams. Starting with Oklahoma State, who might be without their quarterback. Uh, Sanders is, is banged up. He was banged up last week. He looked pretty good early on against uh, TCU, but then kind of fell off a little bit. Texas is a six-point favorite right now. I anticipate a much better offensive performance uh, than we saw against Iowa State. The Iowa State game was expected to be kind of a tune-up, but I didn't expect Texas to roll in that. Iowa State's a scrappy team. That's the best defense that Texas will face this year in Big 12 play. That Iowa State squad. And I think Quinn Ewers might have been in in chill mode a little bit. We talk about the calmness, calm, cool, collective, what we see against Oklahoma. I think we saw it against Iowa State, and it was an extreme level. And and it kind of makes sense because 
it is his fourth game, fourth start as a college player. And if you follow Quinn Ewers or you hear what people say about Quinn Ewers, the biggest criticism that I heard about him, because he's one of, he's one of the highest graded prospects that they've ever had, but the biggest criticism I heard in, in the, the camps that I heard criticizing Quinn Ewers were the ones that followed the camps. They followed the Elite 11s. They followed you know the quarterback camps. And it's well known that a lot of the time, Quinn Ewers did not perform well in camp. But when it's time to perform, he performs his best. You take him to Texas OU, he looks like Joe Montana. Calm, cool, collective, smooth, all that. Iowa State, he's throwing passes backwards, having to dive on the ground. He's misfiring a couple of times. He might have been a little bit too cool uh, for school in those games. That's not going to happen in these next three. If that is if that is part of the Quinn Ewers thing, and look, it could just be part of being a young player. It could be part of Iowa State playing good. Who knows? But if that is like if that is what Quinn Ewers is, and sometimes it, you just need a big situation or you need a big game, and he's not one of these practice guys. We in here talking about practice, then that would make sense, and it would also make sense if you look back at unless Steve Sarkeesian was just completely lying. Uh, if he was lying, he did a hell of a job putting on a, the face he did. But when Steve Sarkeesian was talking about who the starting quarterback was going to be, he said this is a wide-open competition. He said it could be Hudson Card, it could be Quinn Ewers. What is that decision based on? Practice. We ain't here talking about practice. So it's possible Quinn Ewers is just not a practice guy. He's a big game guy. Now, he can grow into being a practice guy. But if you look at what we've seen, what we've heard, we've heard he was bad at camps uh, in high school, despite being one of the most talented quarterbacks. He struggled against Iowa State. He looked uncanny in a big game against Oklahoma. And he was supposedly, wink, wink, maybe, he was supposedly in a quarterback competition competition with Hudson Card. So that would make sense. Now, going to Oklahoma State and facing Oklahoma State in Stillwater, that ain't practice. <laughs> I think we're going to see the good Quinn Ewers. That's, that's facing a hell of a ball club, uh, the number 11 team in the country. And then after that, you're going to have Kansas State, and after that, you're going to have TCU. So I think that's that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Quinn Ewers is he a practice guy? Because there there is there is data that would lead you to believe uh, that maybe that's the case. As far as the game itself, the Iowa State game, I've been saying this, and I'm going to maintain this, especially for the next few weeks, because I said it after West Virginia, uh, I said it after Oklahoma, and and we kind of saw it against. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports the clock at four Doncic. the step back three you bet. music you set my world on fire and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tunein.com or download the tune in app to start listening iowa state this defense is flawed now, is this defense terrible? No, but this defense is flawed, especially across the middle. Um, they're, they're about to face the best offenses that they're going to face. Uh, they, all of these quarterbacks uh, can run, so 
it's going to be a battle with the with the coordinators. Uh, they're going to have to figure out if they want to spy, uh, what they want to do there. Do, what, do they want to leave the guys in man? Do they want to blitz? But all three of these quarterbacks, Oklahoma State's quarterback, uh, Kansas State's quarterback like a mofo, uh, and TCU's quarterback, all three of these quarterbacks can run. So the defensive coordinator is going to have to figure out what he wants to do. But this defense is flawed. They don't get a lot of pressure. Now, is it because they got too much beef up front and they're focused on stopping the run? Maybe. But the defenses are flawed. This is going to have to be a traditional old school Big 12 game. Maybe not this week because I don't, I don't think Oklahoma State is just going to set the world on fire uh, offensively, although they are really, really, really capable uh, of doing some big things. And we saw them jump out to TCU. But these these are going to be track meets. K-State might yuck it up a little bit, but if you get caught slipping there, I mean, that's that's probably the most athletic backfield duo that I can remember. It, it's one of, it's probably one of the five most explosive backfields with home run potential that I can recall in Big 12 history. Vince and whoever... Uh, Roberson and Darren Sproles and Deuce Vaughn and Taylor Martinez. But we don't have to get too much into Kansas State. Oklahoma State is going to be the problem. It's going to be all about the quarterback. Now, let's not be fooled. Mike Gundy has potential quarterbacks. That's going to be a sold-out house. That's going to be a rowdy atmosphere. This will be the most rowdy atmosphere that this that these this group of players have faced. I'm confident, though, that they can get the job done because I think the quarterback's going to be ready to go. And I think the team's going to be ready to, uh, to go. Still not sold on Steve Sarkeesian, but I do I do want to say this and I do want to emphasize this. I think the next three weeks are going to tell the story uh, about you know where Sark is because the talent is there. The talent is there. Probably should have won in Lubbock if, if Bijan doesn't fumble. And if they have their quarterback, we know they win in Lubbock. But I thought, you know, and I think this is where you judge coaches. You judge coaches in their most desperate telling moments. How do they handle that situation? Mac Brown, I, I, I can't really point to you know a situation where Mac Brown, you know, dialed something up or Mac Brown made this decision and that's why it paid off. Now there were times where he made clutch decisions uh, and controversial decisions that ended up paying off. You can go back to uh, Lubbock Vince's freshman year, benching Vince and putting Chance Mock in. Uh, there were times where he would do stuff like that, but. I, I usually judge coaches based on their specialty uh, and, and what we believe their biggest skill is. And Max's biggest skill was recruiting players, motivating players, creating an atmosphere, creating a culture that was healthy. So maybe creating the culture for Vince is where we go with Max. Steve Sarkeesian is supposed to be an offensive mastermind. He's supposed to be an offensive guru. Now there's more to it, and there's some other stuff that might frustrate you, it, game management, etc., but as far as just that, like what what was presented as Steve Sarkeesian's best skill, I think he's been very good at that. Even last year, there were open receivers last year, and the quarterback was just missing. The game plans were fine. Sometimes they weren't as aggressive as they should have been, and sometimes it seemed like there was a lack of a feel, uh, a feel in certain instances. The OU game where you kind of take your take your foot off the brake and then you try to be aggressive and all that, and you're kind of balancing that. That was frustrating, but for the most part, the scheme has been good. 
The feel has been good. Now, third and couple third and threes this year. I'm almost talking myself into some Chris's, but there there have been, but the scheme for the most part has been good. That last drive, that game winning drive against Iowa State was as good as I've seen. That was as good as Steve Sarkeesian has been. Because it was clear that Quinn didn't have his A game. And you want to talk about open receivers, he missed some guys too. Uh, there was an ugly, ugly, ugly drop from 88. But it was clear that Quinn didn't have his game. And what coaches do a lot of time is they rely too much on their quarterback and they don't help their quarterback and create an environment around him to where when he's not on his game, you can win games. That's why a lot of college football games are lost because you just rely on your quarterback. You just you just roll the ball out there, for lack of a better term, and you just want your quarterback to go win. Sark didn't do that. Um, against Iowa State, he he. It was very run heavy on that drive. Heavy dose of five, heavy dose of two, and then I think the best play call, and maybe maybe one of the two, maybe maybe his two best play calls um, as head coach. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The University of Texas, uh, the screen on third down was beautiful. Uh, that, was, that was just unbelievably perfect, especially given how things were going. That was, you couldn't have asked uh, for a better play call than that. And then when they got down inside the five, the fourth down, no Bijan on the field. I was thinking about Pete Carroll, and Ewers throws a dime to Worthy, and the Longhorns take the lead and never look back. Now, maybe they should have given that lead away. You want to talk about the defense. One thing for 88 and Orange to drop a pass. Eight in uh, red. Didn't expect that, but you got that break, and then... Cook makes the big play to force the fumble. Not targeting, by the way. Uh, and the Longhorns win. And that's what the defense is going to have to do. This defense is not going to hold teams to 13 points. Uh, this 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 defense is not going to... I mean, shutting out Oklahoma had as much to do with Oklahoma as it did them. Uh, they're giving up 18 points per game. That's misleading. Uh, the OU game kind of fabricates that. Uh, but this defense, what they're going to have to do, and what most most defenses in college football are going to have to do with how good the offenses are, uh, you're going to have to make the big, the big play, the game-changing play, uh, the interception in the end zone, the forced fumble as, as they're driving to go for the tie or the win. That's what they're going to have to do. But... That was possible because of the gym that Steve Sarkeesian called on the previous drive. And that's pretty that, that's identical to what they're going to have to do the next three weeks. Most important three weeks uh, of the Sark era. Other concerns from this game, I don't have a ton. Uh, I enjoyed listening to Robert Griffin III and Mark Jones. I actually thought they did w- really well. There's a lot of really, really good college broadcast crews, man. Um, we find ourselves bitching a lot uh, in this business, at least I do, um, about you know the broadcasting and stuff like that. And I'm I'm not as bad as 99% of the the people in the industry, but there there are some bad 
broadcast crews. Not in college football. There's really only one. And I think you know which one that is. See the West Virginia game if you want to peep that. Uh, but other than that, I, I really enjoy Robert Griffin III. I enjoy Mark Jones. Seemed like they were having fun. Um, it's nice to be back on the the main channels uh, instead of being buried. Uh, hopefully that's a sign of things to come. And, and hopefully winning is it is uh, what's in store uh, for Texas. It's going to be all about the quarterback. I think the quarterback's going to be ready to go. I think the defense is going to be ready to go. I'm really excited about this, uh, this next run. Uh, of Longhorn football. Also had Arch Manning in the crew uh, in the stands, uh, the backup quarterback next year. Make no mistake about that. I think he knows that as well. That's one of the funnier things is the talk about Arch Manning. Like he's surprised that Quinn Ewers is good. Like he has no idea. Oh my God. Holy crap. Number one recruit in the nation that graduated high school early is good. Oh no. I better go watch the Ole Miss game. If it happens, it happens. Because Ewers is your quarterback next year no matter what. And after that, you can get the number one recruit in the nation again uh, with how stuff is lined up. So if it happens, it happens. I don't think it is. I don't think he's that dumb. Uh, I think the Manning family is pretty smart. So we'll see what happens. Bijan, uh, Roshan, props to them for, for doing what they did. Uh, they just seem to... Uh, they just seem to have kind of a feel of things and a calming thing. And I think Jordan Whittington's one of the unsung heroes of this team. Um, Jordan Whittington, I, I said it, you know, during my videos, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, do so. Uh, the locker room on YouTube been going for about a month and a half. Um, keeping you up to date. Most credible uh, digital version of uh, Houston sports content that you can get doing it daily. Uh, only going to get better and better as far as art and presentation and all that type of stuff. But right now I'm just trying to get stuff out there. Uh, but Whittington just reminds me, he's got like a Brian Robinson feel where every play he makes, you just get a lot more pumped. He's got like that presence about him where when he does something, it just seems, it seems like it's a little bit bigger deal. And he's a hell of a player, too, just now learning to play the wide receiver position. Uh, and it seems like Ewers uh, really, really trusts him. Whittington's one of the unsung heroes of this team. Wide receiver depth, probably something that they're going to address uh, and is only going to get better in the offseason. Uh, Sanders is pretty much a wide receiver, although they're, you know, they're moving him around. He's like a Dan Buckner uh, from 09 times 20,000 because uh, I think he does have NFL potential. Uh, but the offense is offense is is straight. Defense flawed. Oklahoma State gonna be rowdy. It's gonna be a fun one. Can't wait. Next three weeks, remember, you've been warned. Three biggest weeks of the Steve Sarkeesian era. I think they win this week. I'll go on record and say I think they get the dub. I think they cover the spread. Uh, and I think this is going to be the best effort on offense that we've seen because uh, I don't count Oklahoma because Oklahoma was an absolute dumpster fire. I'm expecting a big performance. I'm expecting a big bounce back. I'm expecting a focused team. And I can't wait to watch it. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. This has been the 41 Acres. Subscribe on the Odyssey app. Uh, we'll keep this coming. Uh, if you ever have a question for me, uh, at Landry Locker on Twitter, at Landry Locker on Instagram, Landry.Locker at gmail.com. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Till next time. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. 
music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.